Hey, Rockville. It's Susan Pittman. I am in the garage again with Jamie Espinosa. How's it going, Jamie? It's going well, Susan. One thing I wanted to talk about, I know we're not really going to talk about money, but remember a few months ago when I said I predict that we're going to reach a million dollars on expenditures from all the candidates and potentially outside groups in this election? I do remember you saying that. So if you've looked at any of the financial reports that have come through, we're going to be close. Yeah. I may be right. It's a very, yeah. I think we can say that this is the most expensive dollar for dollar campaign adjusting for inflation that the city has ever seen. I think you're probably right about that. It's pretty, it's breathtaking. Honestly, I think that Mark Pershela, he went over a hundred thousand, right? He went over a hundred thousand dollars, ninety thousand dollars he has spent himself Mm. and has raised over, I think, fifty thousand. But that's not the full financial. So the question is, is all of this money being spent is effective, which is what we're going to talk about. That's right. That's right. So, Jamie, you know, I tried to get three local pundits to come on. and Now, when you say pundits, let's be a little <laughs> pundits, more specific. Pundits. They're operatives. Not, uh, that's the word I like to use. Operatives, people involved in the mechanics of campaigning, not activists who care about policy issues. I would say two of them fall into that category, and one is an observer, is a longtime observer and sometimes participant. Sure. So, so I tried to get these three folks who lived in Rockville longer than you and I have and been very involved. One flat out told me no, one didn't respond, and one which was the most heartbreaking of all, said that they didn't think they had anything to contribute. Hmm. And I... So which two is, operatives and a commentator who don't want to be recorded about city politics. I wonder what that's about, Susan. I don't hmm. know, Jamie. I don't know. So here, we did one better. We got our neighbors to come on today and talk our amazing neighbors, Jan, Jan and Jack. Jan lives here in East Rockville. Jack lives in Twinbrook. Um, so we have them on today to help us... Talk about how effective some of these campaign materials have been. And one thing that struck me this year is that last time in 2019, we had one, as far as I know, one text message, one candidate used texting and bought a list and did all that because it's super expensive. So we've had at least one text. We've had some email blasts, you know, from purchased lists. Um, one text message containing a commercial. One text message containing, yes, exactly. Yeah. A produced commercial. It was right. nuts. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. I know yesterday you got a text from former council member Virginia Onley about Affordable Maryland, which is another. Right. Point. We'll talk about an outside group expenditures. I don't remember that from 2019. No. Right? There's at least three groups we know about who have sent out either mailers or brochures. Yep. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. So um, anyway, so that, that's that been very interesting. So welcome, Jan and Jack. Thank you for being here. I know you just met like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> so we appreciate you being here very much. Sure. Um, Jan, you want to just tell us a little, like how long have you lived in Rockville? And uh, Yeah. I was basically lived in Rockville since 1970. Had a couple of sojourns out. Um, yeah, but yeah. I'm a Rockville native, not born, but pretty much that's what I consider myself. Yeah. What brought you to Rockville? My family. I was five, and they told me. You right, have to go. Get in the car. <laughs> Get in the car. And you raised three sons here, right. all graduates of Rockville High School. Right. Yeah. Rockville High School, yeah. all the Rams. And, mm-hmm. yeah, work in Rockville. Um, my husband works in Rockville. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. We're pretty entrenched. Yeah. Jack, how about you? Well, uh, my wife and I moved here from Pittsburgh in 1985, and we've lived here ever since. Uh, first year, we were uh, on Copperstone Court behind Wintergreen Plaza in a, some townhouses there. Uh, then we moved. Um, they were putting those up for sale, and we didn't have the money to buy it, so we ended up uh, renting a house in Twinbrook. Uh, the South next Twinbrook. year, South Twinbrook, right? Just to be specific. Okay, <laughs> I guess Denfield is still the South. Running shtick I have is that I like to differentiate South Twinbrook from North Twinbrook. Okay, uh, 
So we rented a house there for three years, and then we bought one a few blocks away um, in 89. And so we've been there ever since. Uh, no children, so we haven't done, a, done the school thing. Uh, my wife is self-employed. Um, now she is. Uh, she was um, dancing at, uh, with uh, Liz Lerman uh, out at Glen Echo Park uh, initially. Uh, I worked downtown uh, the whole time. I took the metro from Tundrook downtown from the get-go and every day pretty much uh, until I retired in 2016. Yeah. All right. Great. Welcome. So let me ask you guys this. As far as back as you can remember, do you, do you remember voting in most city elections, all city elections? So just to kind of give our audience an understanding. I know, Jamie, that you know I didn't vote once. <laughs> <laughs> and I've voted ever since. Uh, I think I've voted for in most maybe not in the very beginning because i may have even been kind of like unaware of city election right yeah once i was uh of of voting age um as long as i've lived in the district in in rockville you know like i said there's been some times that i haven't uh lived in the city but when i have yes i can't think of any time I did not vote in any of the elections. So let me ask you guys this, since you've lived in the city prior to the wide availability of the internet, so this will be a good perspective, mm -hmm. right? I would venture to guess most voters in Rockville today probably get most of their information from the internet if they want to do research on people. And I think that because of my wife, who probably hasn't done any research in this election, even though she lives in my house, will probably sit down tomorrow, <laughs> the day before the election, and Google all the candidates to come to conclusions on who she's going to vote for. That's the way she does it now. So, you know, prior to the wide availability on the internet, can you guys let us know how folks in Rockville became aware of candidates and, you know, platforms and those kind of things? Yeah, I, I remember um, the door-to-door -door from very early on and uh, going to events um, in the city. Uh, but you did have to be aware of them. I, I honestly don't know how they got the word out for different things. Is it, you know, um, you just had to know and and show up places and hear what they had to say and uh, remember lots of uh, parades things like that where you got to meet and see uh, politicians and get to recognize them just kind of being out in the community so let me ask you guys uh, in, compared to years past prior to the internet and now have you guys gotten more visits in prior years or, or now or I guess a better question is, how many candidates have knocked on your door in this election cycle? I think maybe I've seen in the neighborhood whether they've knocked on my door or not, uh, maybe two or three. Is that about the same as in prior elections in your experience? Yeah, maybe maybe even a little less. Okay. Uh, I don't know, which is kind of maybe a little odd because I'm retired now and at home more. Right. But, uh, and one time was basically because they were putting a sign in your front yard. Right. They so that's didn't come recent, to my right. door. That's a more recent election. How about you, Jan? Lots of people knocking on your door now? Yeah, I would, I would agree with Jack yeah. that I think there's been a lot less this go-round of door-to-door. Previous to that, I thought it, there was a lot of door-to-door -door most years. Right. No, and that's interesting because mm -hmm. in my humble um opinion i think most voters tend to vote to with to people that they've met 
right? right? Like that's who they tend to vote for. Yeah, I was looking at DC Urban Moms and Dads this morning, and there was a discussion about that. Like, this is the person who knocked on my door, so this is who I'm voting for. They took the time to come meet me. Right. So I think that door knocking is still, even with texts and email lists and all those things being available, I think the door knocking is still impactful. So we'll see, you know, if the strategy of the current candidates, because, you know, expenditures are up, but door knocking seems to be down. So it'll right. be interesting to see if their strategies worked. Yeah. I'd, I'd say that um, I can remember getting flyers before, um, perhaps even before internet uh, became a popular way of doing research. So right. I pretty much would have to rely on the flyers. Right. And that's a beautiful segue. It is a beautiful <laughs> segue. What we really want to talk about, and unfortunately our listeners won't be able to see them, but because this podcast is based in Rock <clears throat> most of our listeners will have gotten what we're talking about. Um, Kim's going to go through the internet. David's going to go through the lit basket tomorrow and figure out who he's voting for. Um, but one of the things that I've collected is this large postcard from Affordable Maryland. This is one of the special interest groups that um, is, has funded a mailing this year. They're endorsing some candidates. They're endorsing Monique Ashton for mayor, Adam Van Grack for council, Kate Bolton for council, and Marissa Valeri for council. And I haven't seen this before. I So I've done minimal research. But I can't find evidence that an outside group has ever funded a mailer in a city election. Though the city does have an ordinance concerning that practice, but in off in in general conversations I've had with city staff, they don't know of it ever being used, right, or right. aware of it. So this may be the first. So I don't know if any of these people followed the law in. <laughs> in sending these mailers not saying they did it i just don't know right and so it'll be interesting because i think they have to disclose expenditures yeah to the city affordable maryland i haven't checked the campaign finance reports from november 1st since i just got back into the country on friday night but um they I, they would they would have to file a campaign report right and th so i got this mailer there was a cheryl kagan a large lengthy mailer from cheryl kagan i don't have it Right, but, my, but her website contains that right, mailer. Her so. website has the mailer, so you can check it out, where she endorses candidates. And then CASA came by yesterday. Uh, this is not a mailer. This is a um, a walk, what they call a walk card, when they come and knock on the door and hand you literature. And it's paid for by Rockville for Democracy, which is actually CASA. So I'm interested to see their list of what doors they've knocked on because I did see them in Twimbro driving mm -hmm. around or they were walking I was driving around but they have not knocked on my door I don't so, recall them knocking yeah, on my door so I'm curious to see how they're deciding whose door to knock on yeah it's interesting I was actually on a ladder yesterday when they rang my doorbell and by the time I got down from the ladder and got to the door they had left it on the porch but they were still in front of my house so they came back but up. But they did leave it. They did they right. did leave it. So it's interesting so I'd be interested to see how they're choosing who to send things to because not everyone's receiving text messages not everybody's getting all the mailers meaning candidates and campaigns are using strategy. Right. On who they're sending things to based yep. on demographics and and registration, right? Party registration and those type of things. I'm sure that plays into So I'm into curious yeah. into how they're deciding who to send things to. Jan, you live here in East Rockville. Did you get the CASA? Yes, but I don't know if they uh, spoke maybe to my husband. They didn't. I wasn't home when they came, so okay. I don't know if it was just left or if they yeah, did speak to him. It would, I thought was interesting. I mean, this affordable Maryland postcard, it's Here's the, I, I the show. Did you want to show that to Jack and Jan? Well, do we want to start with the one you refer? Yeah. To? So what, this is an interesting thing. So this is an outside interest group. Um, they're registered in Tacoma Park. And there was a response to this from another can from a former council member who's campaigning for uh, Mark Kershala, the other mayoral candidate. But the response came by text. So they're responding to mail with technology. So I thought that was an interesting strategy to use. But I got this postcard, and it's addressed to me, not voter. It's addressed to Susan Pittman. 
Um, but I didn't get the text. So Jamie got the text. Right. And a question. Well, let's start with this. Can we show them that? And we'll yeah. talk about the text because I have some questions about the text. But that is, we're, we're showing uh, Jack and Jan the affordable housing flyer that came out. I remember, I, I specifically remember that um, flyer. So, I was curious about it. I didn't read it in detail to, to recognize that it was some outside group. Mm -hmm. um, so Jack, in our conversation over here, you mentioned that you had initially may have thought that that may have been slate literature. Yes, because it looked similar to a slate literature that I got, but it was different people on, on there. Right. And I was like, hmm, so how does that work? Uh, and now I'm hearing this, I'm kind of curious, how did that organization decide to advocate for these four people based mm -hmm. on what? I don't know. Right. Now, with something like this, would that lead you to research the group or go to their website or do any of that research? And I can tell you because I asked my wife, Kim, and she said, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, maybe now, if I had read that and saw that it was this group, would I have, uh, without hearing you guys discuss, uh, maybe not, only because I think I, by the time I got that, I was kind of sure who I was going to vote for. Mm -hmm. Right, and that's a question, right? A right. strategy that comes out is when mailers go out, because if I remember correctly, ballots were mailed out three weeks ago now, right? Like right. October twelfth, thirteenth, mm -hmm. and so if you recall, there was a lot of candidates who I think, who personally I think, smartly timed their first mailer to the week we got ballots. Yep. However, some other candidates are sending things now, and these groups are sending things this last week when people are turning it in. Not saying that's not smart. Could be, right? People might be filling stuff out and referring to these now. Right. So, um, well, I think one of the lessons from 2019 was how late so many of the ballots were returned. Right. And they they remember that, right? right? So does that, what impressions do you have, Jan, of that flyer? The, the same first impression as Jack that I thought it was a uh, slate. Um, and so I did look at it more closely than I may have because it, it didn't look like the, the group that the slate I was used to seeing together. And then I saw the affordable Maryland and Tacoma Park and it did pique my interest, but not for a positive reason because uh, um, I, you know, why is a group from, I mean, I know who Affordable Maryland is, but, um, you know, it, an outside group getting into right. the, the local politics in this way. I mean, it's a one issue. I mean, I understand why it's their one issue. Now, you said you know who they are. Who are they? Actually, I haven't spent the time to research them. Who are they? Affordable Maryland? Yeah. I I just have heard of them oh, okay. before. I know that, you know, as far as anything past that, no, I don't know. Yeah. Well, because they were involved in the, uh, the the primary for county executive. Yeah, recently. So that's probably where you heard of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. may be where. Yeah. They, they, um, I did some quick research last night after you shared the text. And they, it's um, two guys. One used to be the chief of staff for Harry Reid. One is an architect in Tacoma Park. They formed this group, and I think they formed it to fight Mark Elrich. Um, and they're funded by a Facebook co founder. Right. So, real quick, the text message. I received, which I'm assuming is, you know, part of Mark's campaign, says, hello, this is former council member Virginia Olney. She was also a mayoral candidate, right? I'm texting you today because I just received a mailer from the Affordable Maryland PAC. This PAC is funded by developers. This is the first time an outside group has tried to buy Rockville elections. I'm reaching out to you to urge you to support Mark Priscilla for mayor. I trust Mark because he has never taken a penny from developers. We can trust him to prioritize our needs as Rockville residents over outside groups. But there's no disclaimer at the bottom that says paid for. Yeah. So that's a question I have. I thought all campaign stuff had to have a disclaimer. They do. Anything, if that list was purchased. Now, if you ever gave Virginia your your 
cell phone right. number, then she's got your cell, cell phone, phone number. number. So right. it just depends if they purchased a list or not. Well, it does say at the bottom, reply stop to unsubscribe, which oh, tells me yeah. it's part of a list, right? It's part of a list. And the postcard does say that it was not authorized by any candidate. Right. So I just this whole thing is so fascinating to me. I get a postcard, but I don't get the text rebutting it. Did you, but you didn't get the postcard. I did get the postcard. Well, you did get I the did postcard. I did get the postcard okay. and the text. And the question I have is, what strategy did they use in sending text? Right. Or are your filters better than mine? Oh, okay. Could be. Maybe. Yeah. Or, um, and the question is, they were so disturbed by the flyer that they felt that they needed to send that. Yeah, yeah. And then what confused now to be fair, one of the founders is Eric Saul and he could he's an architect. He could be related to BF Saul, to that family. That is a private development right. group. They're doing the Twinbrook Quarter project. Same last name. You know, not saying it's the same family, but it could be. But I couldn't I I looked for a while last night and I couldn't find a link a, a direct link to a developer. So I, I don't know. Right. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And I just, how does outside influence, I mean, Jan, you said it, outside influence. I mean, how does that play? Does that make you want to vote or not vote for those people? Or how does that? Uh, I don't, I, I would be disturbed that, that the money is coming, you know, that somebody yeah. from outside is trying to influence the, uh, uh, election, would it make me not want to vote for those people? Not necessarily. So let me ask you this, though, and we may be getting off the rails a little yeah. bit with this question, but is it an outside group? I mean, if the guy who's the treasurer lives in Tacoma Park and is an architect, imagine, you know, Tacoma Park's right there, he does business here. Are groups that do business in Rockville and interested in the laws and stuff we pass and policies we pass, are they outside or are they community members? You see what I'm asking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who care what the mayor and council do because hey, that's where I do business. Uh, no, I I kind of would agree with that, but um, I don't want to say it's a slippery slope. That's right. No, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Fair. That's just fair. <laughs> I have to say that it right. is a slippery slope. But you know, there's yeah. a lot of people that do business in Rockville. Sure. Are we going to get letters from I don't know? Big Pharma or something to... Right. No, 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 fair. I mean, but, and and I guess we're going to talk a little bit about CASA, but CASA, I don't think they're based in Rockville. They're DC. They're They're based. Now they, now they have local offices. Sure. And I think that Rockville for Democracy is their local arm, their local branch. No, no, no. Fair enough. But they're still an outside group, right? Like potentially, arguably. Well, and also I think, uh, so, you know, affordable housing is a issue that I think I could support, but, um, and so the fact that they're weighing in maybe is not necessarily like they're trying right. to manipulate things. Sure. But it does, it, it raises your eyebrows. Fair yes. enough, right? It's Definitely. suspicious. Okay, no, no, that's fair. And that's what we want is to yeah. On that. Yeah. 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 One of the other um, unusual or different mailings that went out was uh, Senator Cheryl Kagan's. And it, it was positive. It wasn't against anybody. It was a, a very, you know, positive sounding thing. And it listed the people she's endorsing and how she is voting on or how she recommends we all vote on the four referendum items. Uh, but it was unusual, and it was a big fancy mailing too. Jamie's gonna pull it yeah, up. Yeah, I'm gonna pull phone. it up now. She did send out a mailing in the prior. In, uh, right? Yeah, I remember that. Did, one but, prior election, the very previous election, I think she did. Send I don't out. think she didn't. I don't think she sent a mailer in 2019. No, 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 I'm sorry, not in a city election. Yeah, she sent it either <laughs> county. Executive, she's some other election. Yeah, she's done. She's done a mailing. So now, this is sh- her mailing, and in it, she endorses uh, Barry Jackson, Ed Mangrak, Paul Scott, and Kate Thornton. And then she endorses question one and two vote yes, question three and four vote no. So here, let me pass this out. And as initial question, because I'll tell you, my wife had no idea who Cheryl Kagan is. Mm, interesting. Do you guys know who she is before the mailing? I knew her when she was in the Freeman Foundation. Right, right, right. Before she so you're aware. I mean, you both are aware, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so that's her mailing that came out. And it's just her endorsements. 
That's so, her endorsement. Yeah. She did some. She did a minimal endorsing via social media last time. Right. But this was this was a departure. So it was interesting. Yeah. I thought, you know, Cheryl Kagan has a lot of influence. She's been a, a delegate. She's been a senator for a long time. So I think that was an interesting. It's it, it was different than what she's done in the past, and an interesting tactic. And my guess is it went out to every registered voter. Probably. In the city of Rockville is going to be my guess, which means not cheap. Oh, no. And it was, what is that? It's a It folds, right? Right. It was a fold. I don't know what I did with mine. I meant to keep it. Right. So um, So does it hurt, an endorsement from her do anything for either of you? Not me. Okay. All right. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, not negative or positive. Yeah. Well, we, uh, my wife had applied for a, a grant through the Freeman Foundation and when she was there, and she was very supportive of the grant application. Not that it eventually didn't get through for a whole variety of reasons, but uh, so I think we have a certain sympathy to how she views things, and you know, we voted for her in her elections. Um, would she sway me to vote for these people? Not necessarily. I'd have to do more, more research mm-hmm. yeah, on each of them. Yeah. She is very enthusiastic. Yeah. Big, big cheerleader. And you said neither of you have gotten the CASA ones. We're not, we're not really going to talk about that one. I'm but not familiar. I got it. Oh, yeah, Jan. Yeah, yeah, Jan okay, got it. That, now, they don't endorse candidates. They they do endorse candidates. No, no, I'm sorry. Oh, in, the, okay. in the mail, in oh, the, in the flyer, mail. they yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. I know they do. Right, right? right. And people seek their endorsements, and they have endorsed, I think. Right, right? In they this have. Election. But in the mailer, it was concerning just the referendum questions. Right. Question the non-binding question one through four. Does something like that influence you at all, Jan, since you did get it? And while you're looking at it, a question I have is I'm kind of surprised that they have an opinion on some of those, personally, but... Mm. Well, if you're going to come out for one of them, might as well have it. Yeah. 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 Work this late, Greg. Sure. But, um, yeah, this does sway me more. I mean, it is... it, it, It is interesting to look at how a group like this comes down on the different issues and like kind of like what you're saying some of them it's kind of you some obviously you can understand why they they are you know supporting the yes or no and other ones it isn't as clear why other than just to be responsible and and be complete in their um you know, getting their views across. Right. Fair, fair enough. I, I don't have my glasses on, Jane. Does, do they explain why they... No, they don't. They just they just say why vote for question one through four. Okay. Right. Well, yes, I'd be curious as to uh, how they would suggest voting, but this wouldn't sway me unless they explained, sure. gave me a reason yeah. why. Now, I suspect they have the infrastructure to print stuff like this, right? Because they oh, do sure. stuff like that. Sure. So it probably didn't cost them a ton, but right. it cost them something because it's a fancier one than other candidates have. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, electron, you know, when Kim does her research, Greater Greater Washington's website will undoubtedly come up yeah. as they endorse candidates and they've talked about the election. Um, what else? So, we're, so the way she would do her research is she just Googles the candidates and goes to their webpage. Okay. That's it. She doesn't look at who endorsed them or whatnot. Yeah. So webpages, do you think, do matter, at least to Kim? But Absolutely. Yeah. They do. Yeah. I'll tell you what doesn't matter. Her husband's advice <laughs> or suggestions are irrelevant. Irrelevant. So, but that does bring up, that is another campaign expense. You have to purchase the domain and pay for a service. And if you're not tech savvy, set it up yourself. Right. No, yeah. And when domains are dumb, people notice, right? Like my wife will be like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense, right? Like I think some of the candidates, just their name. Like I think it's MoniqueAshton.com. Yep. Makes sense. Or vote for whoever. Mm -hmm. Um, But if all those are taken, I feel bad for the candidates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, did you want to go through any of the other ones? Yeah. Do you want to, so this so that is the inter, the special interest and um, just the way of dealing with things. Right. Um, so I thought maybe we would take a look at candidates. 
We'll start. I've got several from Adam Van Grack. I have. You want to start with him because he's probably the most well-financed council say. candidate. Yeah. Based on the last financial disclosure reports I saw. Oh, I'd say Kate's right behind him. Okay. Or right in front of him. But right. there, yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, alphabetically, Adam comes before Kate. So we'll talk about <laughs> this first. So the first thing I got for Adam was an invitation to an ice cream party. Um, and what I thought was clever is that his supporters who hosted the party um, stapled the invitation to his walk card. And so I got a nice little invite. You want to pass right, it Right, and that's because you're in East Rockville. Right, the right. party was here in East Rockville. Other than mailings, I don't. I did not see him have hosting any events in Tobruk. No, me nope. neither. If you count, what is the art center that's on? Um, oh my God, it went out of my head. It's on Mount Parklawn. Well, no, Mount Parklawn. It's one of the Washington Art Center or something like that. Could he be. did host one that's at Twin Brook adjacent. Oh, okay. that's what I'm saying. Well, it wasn't in Tobruk, so I don't um, understand there. It's not. I have three mailers from Adam. I to... felt like we were getting mailers from him all the time, at least in my house. Yeah. I think maybe I, I had I uh, one. one or two. To an ice cream oh, you didn't get the invitation? I'm sorry. I could. I was. Guess where I was? At the office. So I should have given you that invitation. Well, and let's be honest on the you know the, the practical stuff of a campaign, right? Like if your volunteer is handing out flyers or mailers, and often volunteers are family members, right? Teenage kids or sure. spouses. If they're starting to get tired, they may choose not to go down certain streets, right? Like so right. just from a practical aspect, that could explain why certain people didn't get mailers and other people did. Yeah, I would agree. Um and I thought, I mean, they're quite nice. They're all a little bit different. Right. What are your thoughts, Jan and Jack? I think I got two of those. Um, didn't sway me one way or the other. I mean, a lot of these things are, for me, is mostly name recognition. Right. Uh, the little things, they issues they identify and stuff. Maybe you can get a clue if they mention something and... and that other people don't mention, or right, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or they don't mention something that everyone else has mentioned. So I have a theory, and you guys let me know what you think. My theory with mailers is one: you need to do them for name recognition and for people to take you seriously, because then they know you're a serious candidate. But if they're different or weird, that's not good. So you want them to be, hey, name recognition. But then we all see political stuff all the time, so you want it to look like all the other political stuff so it doesn't catch your attention too much because if it catches your attention too much it's probably a for a bad reason <laughs> does that make sense does my yeah. premise there make sense yeah, and we'll, we'll we'll get to a couple of candidates where i think i'm going to try to prove my point <laughs> okay so um so adam i know he focuses on how he grew up here and some other things um does that resonate at all as a lot as you guys have lived yeah. here much longer than we have does that have anything? No. It might a little bit between those that, and they don't necessarily say it in the flyers, but if you go on to their uh, website or some other, uh, like in the uh, city newsletter, they had a little blurb from each of the candidates right. to indicate how long they've been here. That makes a little bit of difference to sure. me. So yeah. Let me ask you, did either of you know he is the son of a former mayor? No, I didn't know. Yeah. Oh. No, I'm just I, I asking. I recognize yeah. the name. Right, right. I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. I'm just asking how, how, yeah. how much of a message that's out there or not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and the Sarbanes right. names are awesome. And, and believe me, this is not to play gotcha stuff. Oh, right? no. Like, we're just curious because <laughs> we live in a world with people who this is all we talk about. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's 100,000 people who live in Rockville. And not, and some people pick up on this stuff and not. And I say that because my wife, Kim, had no idea. Yeah. And she lives in my house. Mm -hmm. so. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Though I think it's a good, yeah, definitely not a gotcha. Just yeah. really interested to know how much that resonates. Right. I recognized it as a local name, but no, I didn't. Right. And his dad was mayor for two years. In the seventies, okay. so if you didn't know that, like okay. it's not a recent thing, right? Yeah, and that's the only time. I think it was in the eighties. Yeah, are you sure? We can look that. I, one yeah, up. we can look yeah. that one up. <laughs> it's and, it's been a it's been a while since yeah. since yeah. 
Um, okay, Kate Fulton. And now I there's no way everybody in town has every single mailer. I don't think. I because there is some targeting that happens. Um, so I have I think I think Kate sent out more I have a walk card and I have one mailer. So either I accidentally recycled it or Dave recycled it, that's just much more likely. Or I haven't gotten all of them. But that is Kate's. Right, and I remember two from her. Okay. Yeah, she may have had a third, but I remembered two. And again, if your postman drops it or whatnot, yeah. right? Like you may not end up with a mailer. I think Jan I and I met because I you got a bunch of my mail. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got a bunch of each other's mail. Yeah. Other I know I got one, but I, to be honest, these two don't look familiar. Right, hey, and j just to kind of circle back, yeah, you were right, Susan. Uh, Stephen Magrack was mayor in 1985 to 87. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's been candidates for other positions where his right, name is probably yeah. 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 I think he was. Was he on Charter Review? He was on something He's recently. Been on a of yeah, he. Yeah. Uh, right. No, it wasn't true. It was something else. Not sure. Right. I don't know. Anyway, so you have so Jack, you think your Kate Fulton mailers were different? Oh, I, I I'm just saying these two don't look familiar. But have um, you seen things from her? Did yeah. They, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I think that is a strategy, though, that they that some of the candidates have used, where they tailor their message slightly to each neighborhood. And we'll get to that because I didn't bring it, but uh, Richard Gottfried, we got a mailer in Turnbrook and you knew it was only sent to Turnbrook because it talks about being a community member of Turnbrook and that we had two choices for people from Turnbrook. In the oh, so it was a wow. complete mailer just to Turnbrook. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Which we get received recently. So... I have gotten nothing from from Rich Godfrey. No. You know, Jamie, if you had told me you, uh, you were going to ask me to do this, I would have saved all my time. <laughs> <laughs> so who are we doing now? Okay, Zola Shaw. Again, I have. I think I think Zola has sent out more than this, but I have her walk card and I have one mailer from. Zola. Yeah, she sent out a couple of mailers. Yeah, and I don't know. Oh, maybe sorry. this is this. Maybe this is a different one, but it it uses the same pictures, and I'm just thinking right. it's the same one. Now here's a question, Susan. You may know this. Sometimes mailers will have the voter's name, like Jamie Espinosa, or current resident, but then sometimes it'll just say voter. Is that a choice by the campaigns? Or is that a weird post office? You see what I'm asking? Like who's yeah, making that choice? It's a choice that you have. You um it's a little cheaper to not do the mail merge with right. the You just say name. voter. You right. just say voter at right. and then uh you eliminate by address. So for instance, so I can't remember who it was. Somebody sent all three of us our own card, me, Dave, and Matt. We each got our own card, but most of them have been voters at, right. and they filtered out. Right. So that's that way it doesn't go only to me; sure. it goes to voters. So that's that right. is definitely. So it's a money thing. It's yeah. money, and also, yeah, yeah, yeah. mostly it's just right. money. Um, I thought Zola, uh, hers really to me, hers stands out because of her color choices. I think they're, I, I think they're lovely, and they're different. They're not the red and the blue that you usually mm -hmm. see. But they're not weird. Either they're no. eye-catching in a good way. Right. That's right. yeah, it, it looks nice. Right. Um, I mean, what do you guys think? It does look nice. They they do look very similar to each other. Um, and they look very similar, I think, to Kate's. Mm. Yeah. Other than the color choices. Right. Yeah. yeah. The, but a, you know, a common you know, setup. You know, that one of the things Jamie and I have been talking about is that it's hard to distinguish. The, the candidates have a lot of the same opinions on things. Yeah. It, it's been a hard year to really distinguish between them. So anything in these mailers so far that makes you think, you know, oh, this one really stands out? We'll ask again at the end. Yeah. I, 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 I just thought most of what I read... And I could be wrong. I mean, if I went back and you know did a little bit of analysis or something, but I, I kind of heard the same issues. You know, we want to do this, we want to do that, we want to do this, we don't do that. The only one that stuck in my mind as being somewhat different was, and this was, and I don't, it wasn't on a flyer, 
it had to have been in some comparison of, uh, and maybe it was in the um, Twinbrook had a question. They sent a questionnaire to all the candidates, and some re responded. Right. Uh, and we got that through the Twinbrook Association, um, the the answers. Mm -hmm. And I just remember that Mark was the only one that mentioned in the in that answering of the questions needing to do something to help city center. The downtown, Town right. yeah. which caught my eye because that's one of the things I've been wondering about. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Want to go to the next one? How about Barry Jackson? Yeah. So you got a. So Barry, I got a door hanger. So I I have seen Barry walking in Twinbrook. I don't think he's knocked on my door. I don't think I've seen you. No, I don't think so. Or, I, or got anything. I got a door hanger. I, I came home to it. I was out. So I've gotten three mailers and a door hanger. And I know I've Barry. gotten two mailers from him timed at different times. He sent one right when a couple of days before ballots were mailed out, and then another one more recently. So his color choice is green, which I thought was a little different. What do you guys think of his look and the things he talks about? Green is okay for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, green is good. I I don't recall getting anything from Barry. Though. Now, are either of you aware that Barry has, has suffered a stroke and is very vocal in the disability, the advocacy kind of realm? Is no. that an impression that you guys have gotten in any way? No, I did not do no. that. No, no, I'm just curious because it's something he talks about sometimes yeah. in certain groups and just curious, you know, no. if it's penetrated... Other voters, so, yeah, yeah, because he did not talk about it any of the debates. I noticed, at okay. least the ones I saw. Yeah, so, I haven't seen it. No. I haven't seen him so. talk about it. Um, Marissa Valeri, y'all's neighbor in Twinbrook. Mm -hmm. I have. Um, I just have a walk card from no, her. I, so. I have mailers from her. You, yeah, yeah, she. Yeah, this is similar. the same thing. Yeah, yeah, she would not have. I would think that Marissa and I are old friends, and she probably took me out right. first. I mean, I took. In 2019, when I ran, I went through the list and I took off all my friends. <laughs> like, I'm not wasting a stamp on you guys. Right. Um, so, so, have you seen anything from her, Jan? Here? Yes. I mean, I, I met her yeah. at, an okay. at an event in the neighborhood, but yeah, I. but I think it was earlier on right. that I remember getting something just, uh, just from her rather than right. a, a slate. Uh, have you interacted with her, Jack, during this election cycle? She knocked on your door? No, well, I'm not unaware that if she's knocked on the door. Sure. Uh, I've gotten a few of these. Right. I, I don't mail. Yeah, yeah mail. Or right. something. Yeah. Uh, I get emails from her. Oh, you're on some list. Yeah. Okay. Which I presume is probably from Twinbrook Association. Probably. She's probably using that list. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. You did not sign up for anything. No, oh. I don't recall. I went to her web page, sure. and uh, I don't remember if signing I, up or not. Saying send me information. Sure. Interesting. Uh, I didn't donate, but right. right. <laughs> sorry, Marissa. Yeah. So Can the last, yeah, go ahead. The sorry. last individual I have a mailing for is David Miles. Now I think let's talk a little bit about David Miles. Yeah, and I think. But I, to be fair, Rich Godfrey, Ricky Moy, I know sent out mailers. I just don't have them. Yeah, and I've received them. And I got one from Ricky Moy, mm -hmm. and I got one from Richard Godfrey, but it was Twinbrook Tailored. Yeah. Same here. Okay. Yeah, no. So let's do okay. David Miles. You both are worried David Miles is a sitting council member? Yes. Yeah. I do. So but he's the only council member who's actually running for election as a council member? Yes. Yeah. So I, to me, the biggest difference is that I only got one mailer from David Miles this year. Last last time around 2019, he was everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. I mean, would you guys agree with that? Yes, definitely. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing him in, a, in my neighborhood. As a matter of fact, I think we chit-chatted a bit. Yeah. Last election cycle or this yeah. cycle? No. That, this yeah. cycle, I know he was walking our street because I saw him knocking on doors. I think I may have seen him too, but right. I remember talking to him briefly. I must have been in my driveway. Now, he has a different strategy when it comes to knocking on doors. Some of the candidates walk around with the lists, and they only knock on certain doors based on whatever strategy they come up with. Dave Miles knocks, doesn't have a list. He doesn't walk around with a list. He just knocks on every door. And I think his thinking this election cycle is he's a council member, so he represents everybody. 
Mm-hmm. I think based on what other people have told me. So, any impressions from his mailing or anything like that? This is definitely the first time I've seen this. I don't know that I got anything from him this time around, but yes, do remember all. Do you remember all of it from the last go round? And definitely spoke to him once, if not twice. Right. Yes. I have to ask this question. I think he was in a scrub. Right. <laughs> and I don't want to. I, I, and I don't ask this question to sway you guys in any way. I just think it's an important question to ask. Were either of you aware that he is was arrested yes. recently in the last like month or two concerning some type of incident at his home? Yes. Okay. Uh, I only know it. From but for me, <laughs> yeah. would you be aware? Of? No. Yeah, and I asked that question for the listeners so they know whether or not these facts have permeated the voting. Because I can tell you, Kim, my wife, had no idea. So I don't recall getting this flyer. Okay, but but something. Well, I think we got something. Yeah. All right. And then, so Susan, is there another one you wanted to talk about, or can we talk about campaign signs? Um, Real quick. I thought we should. So this Monique Ashton is oh, okay. running a slate. Oh, the slate one. No, and that's a great one. Yeah. So this one, I, this is their walk card, but their mailer looks it's very similar. Yeah, almost it's almost identical. So let me ask you guys, since you've been in Rockville, you guys have been aware that in past elections, there have been sometimes one slate or mul- multiple slates in the election. This year, are you guys aware of how many slates there are? Just aware of this one. Just aware of that one. Okay. And, and there's only one. So. Yeah. Full disclosure, I am the slate's treasurer. Right. For the so, yeah, yeah, just to make sure everybody is aware of that. I don't want to notice that. Did either one of you were surprised that Mark Prashela did not have a slate since he's always had a slate in the past or one with a slate? I'm just curious if that's kind of permeated the voters. Well, again, if you had, if we hadn't okay. talked about it, I bias you. Dan. I wouldn't bias you. I, well, no, you informed me, yes. but I would not have been informed, or I wouldn't have noticed that. Probably. No, I definitely wouldn't have noticed. So, so I just real quick on the mayoral um, right. race. I have eight from Mark. Well, before you ask that, I was going to ask them: Who have you received more oh, stuff yeah. from? Monique or uh, Mark, the two mayoral candidates. I'm just curious what your impression has been. Maybe slightly more from Mark. I couldn't tell you exactly. I mean, I've heard from Monique. Yeah. You know, through these. How about you, Jay? I think I've gotten much more from Monique. Oh, Oh, interesting. That's a good impression. Um, The question, has either of the candidates knocked on your door or one of their campaign people? Not that I know of. No, I saw Monique's husband put her sign in your... Right. So I will tell you, um, Susan, I have not met anyone who's had Monique or Mark knock on their door. Interesting. Not that I know that many people, but I know in the last campaign, I'd have people complain to me of how many people were knocking on them. Right. It was a lot. We were, yeah, it was a lot. Um, I. Maybe that's why they're not doing it quite as much. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. Um, They heard. Yeah. (laughs) So, Mark, I have three full size eight and a half by 11 mailers from Mark. Um, One of them is directed at senior citizens, which. Um, I'm a full 10 years out for the first time I can take Social Security. One is aimed at families. And uh, but you could do an AARP. I just want to point that out to the listeners. Okay, Susan, yeah. Susan, you could do an AARP. Wow, thanks, Jim. Um, Don't you have some pickleball court <laughs> you need to go harass? Yeah. Um, and then he does talk about his depth of experience on these. I mean, they're... Uh, let me just pass them around and see what you guys think. So do either of you know... I'm just curious. How many times Mark has run for... Mayor, are you guys aware? For mayor? Yeah, for mayor. I'm just curious. I guess I didn't know that he had run for mayor before, but his name's been around for for quite a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about you, Jack? Um, I am always aware of Mark. That's fair. That's fair. Jack, not to hold you in suspense, I think this is his third time running for mayor. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would have thought it was more. And, and just so you know, the election cycle now is every four years, but it used to be every two years. Right, mm -hmm. which giving is giving him more of an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's got the the variety is um, impressive. Yeah, yeah, he's got some smaller cards that are still large. Um, he's got some that with um, endorsements. He's got. It's a public safety. All the candidates are talking about public safety this sure. year. Yeah, I'll pass these around. All right. So let's. You want to talk a little bit about signs, or yeah. And then Monique has sent out. I think we know. And then Mark or two letters, two front and back page letters. One again addressed to seniors like you, um, Mark. If you're listening, I'm not that. I'm not that old. But thank you, um, Monique. Scott. You know, kind of this walk card, the mailer. She has done two newsletters. Ooh, which I are did, different. Did I you not did get the not newsletter? Get a newsletter. <gasps> you didn't get a newsletter. So before, so here is Monique's stuff. Here's her newsletter. I did not get either of those. So a question I have: We're, we're looking at campaign material from the candidates, but let me ask you guys this, based on some comments you guys had made. The city also sends yeah. out. Um, their is it monthly they send out their their newspaper yeah Rockville reports. yeah the Rockville reports and the, every election cycle they include a, a page layout in multiple languages and the candidates mail in a summary did either of you see that in the Rockville reports yes yeah how about you Jack I'm a bit behind in my Rockville reports right. I but, mean I do but you're aware that yeah. they do that yeah um, and you're holding the voter guide, which yeah. is a special edition of Rockville Reports that has all their right. Stuff. The voter guide. My impression is that a lot of residents actually look at that before they look at the candidates' mailers. What would you say to that? Would you disagree? Agree? I wouldn't say that I look at oh. it first, but I would say I. I mean, it has more importance right. to you. No, no, that's, that's what I've heard some voters say. Is that that's you know they're looking for that every election? This, yeah, the yes. cities. Uh, yes, you can that. give me as many of these as you right. want, yeah. and right. other and than saying, "Oh, I didn't know this person was running." Let me go look in the paper right. and see yeah. what they right. have to say. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this about how the city runs its elections. What are your impressions of how the city advertises its elections and how they run? I'm curious. I I think that they do a good job of making you aware that there's an election coming and all of the various ways that you can make sure that you vote. What are your thoughts on the city's um, change in the last few years to mail ballots? Uh, I, it sounds like they're doing a good job with it. Do you both like it, dislike it? I'm just curious. Just your general impressions of the mail ballot. Because it's new. It's, they started in 2019, right? So it's still a new phenomenon. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they're going back. So, so I'm just curious. No, I I think it's a positive. Yeah, yeah so do I. Um, have you received your ballots? Yes. Yeah? No, you did. Oh, yeah. 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 And um, do you think the city does a good job of showing you where you can drop it off if you don't mail it back in? Yes. Because my understanding is they've increased drop off sites. Yeah. They have. Uh, what was your question? Is the city doing a good job of advertising the drop off sites for the ballot if you don't mail it in? Oh, if you don't mail it right. in. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I took it, I guess I wasn't aware of other sites. No, no, maybe I was, but I always take it, or I've taken it to the. City Hall. Right. What about you, Jen? Yeah, I've always just taken it to City Hall, but, you know, not everyone's lived here as long. Sure. <laughs> no, no. I, I bring these questions up, and it's not like, oh, I'm trying to go anywhere with this, other than point out that, from my experience, most voters love the way the city manages its mm -hmm. elections. I've never really heard a complaint. No. Right? Yeah, well, I think there were some rough spots in the first in 2019, but it was the first time they were rolling it out. Right. It was new, yeah. And I know this election cycle, there's a little bit of issues with getting the ballots out. And the right? ballot tracker, the ballot tracker break, broke down. Right. And it, yeah, I mean, there, there's, 
it's it's a human system right everything is the in everything is like run by human beings and it, it's never going to be but overall people are happy with it i, I think so the point yeah. I'm making. yeah 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 so, are you happy with it yeah i think our city does a wonderful job mm-hmm. with um, the transition to mail ballots and letting people know how to make, vote if, you know if you're unable to vote I don't think it's the city's fault. No, right? exactly. I mean, was this this was also was this not to increase participation? Yes. yes. Yeah. Which and, did. And it did. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Um, anything? Oh, I want to ask real quick about yep. yard signs. Oh yes, yard so signs. So, how do you guys? What's your impression of the number of yard signs this election cycle? More so, less so, about the same as in past elections? I'm just curious. I would think there's. Le- I would go with if there's less, right. I think. How about you, Jack? I think it was. I, my impression is it's about the same. Maybe m- more uh, multiple signs in a, in a particular yard, maybe. Not just yours. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, no, and I agree. I think there's less signs overall, mm-hmm. but more multiple signs in certain yards yeah. than in years past. So that's interesting. Yeah, you know, driving through West End which was papered in signs last time. It is a little less than it was last time around. It's not as not as much. But you know, proportionately we had 13 people running for four seats last time. Right. And now we have 11 or 12 people running for six seats right. or something like that. Right. Yeah. So it, it's it's not as competitive as it was last mm-hmm. time. Right. Um any impre- any other impressions on the yard signs? Did you think they went up too early? This election cycle, was it about the same from your impression? I would have said the same. Uh, yeah, I didn't notice. I, I think they went up a little early. They were a little early. Yeah, there were some candidates that didn't respect the Labor Day rule. Right, there's an unsaid Unspoken. rule yeah. here in yeah. Rockville that you shouldn't put up signs until after Labor Day, and some candidates put it up early. Like wearing white shoes yeah. after Labor Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do, that's all I have, Susan. I don't know. I think we got good impressions on yeah yeah and this was really helpful i mean we will sit around and be like i wonder if people actually know what's going on with david miles i wonder if people actually you know and what was interested and or know these people or have any clue what was interesting to me was um you know cheryl kagan right we just think everybody knows who she is and everybody but maybe not maybe they're not quite sure who she is and um and that Adam Van Grack's dad was mayor. I mean, so we lose perspective. So you mm-hmm. two have provided some valuable yeah. perspective. Well, one of the last questions I have is there's a number of candidates we didn't talk about because they didn't send out mailers. Right. Because probably they couldn't afford to send out mailers or they were unaware, right? I mean, let's be honest, a lot of campaigns are run by people running for office for the first time. They're right. just kind of unaware of what they're supposed to do. Um, did you get, were you guys aware? I think there's about six, maybe seven other candidates who we didn't even discuss today because well, none of them sent out mailers. Yeah, there was, and I saw somewhere, so with some of the research I do, I mean, I just right. Google, like Rockville City Council election or something, so I'll get other uh, sites besides their own webpage. Right. So there was something somebody puts out that tracks the, the funding, you know, mm-hmm. their, yeah. their reporting on the campaign finance and, and a few other things. I don't know who, maybe you've read this. It seems like a person who yeah. has a blog or something that oh, just yeah. tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I, I know who you're talking about. And yeah. I noticed, you know, so you had something on an earlier reporting of finance, campaign financing, and saw some that were like zero or hardly anything. Right. $100 maybe, it was sure. just their own money. Um, so that just kind of made me a little curious about those people, and so I did, you know, mm-hmm. tried to dig up a little bit more. If a candidate doesn't send out a mail order, does that affect you or impact you or sway you in any way? I'm yes. Sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it and it it actually sways me in a more positive way that I this is <laughs> I <laughs> I I am very. Okay, I'll let it out. I'm very anti-mailer. Okay, no, <laughs> and, that's fair. And I wanted to get back to what you just yeah. said at the beginning of yeah. this, this section of candidates who might be first-timers and they don't know what they're supposed to do. Right. And my question is, 
Is it what they're supposed oh, to do? That's a good point. That's a very good point. Because it is a city election. We're not, you know, we're not running for president, right? right? No, that's yeah. that's fair. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. It and you know what's something that's come up before is public financing for local right. elections, mm-hmm. and the city does a really nice job. They do three televised public forums. Each candidate makes what is a ninety-second or two-minute video, something right. like that. They do the Rockville reports with the statements. They, they, the city already does a lot. So what if you got to spend ten thousand? You can raise ten thousand dollars to a cap. To yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and I don't think I think constitutionally I don't know that you can actually do that. Right. But if the election's publicly financed, maybe you can. I don't know enough about the law. Mm-hmm. Um, but you bring up a good point, Jan. It's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I think about the good that could have come from this money instead of being spent on paper and ink. So let me ask you guys Hopefully just gets this yeah. since you've been here so you know, Jan, you've been here in the seventies so, so long. I've heard from folks who've been around the city a while that that candidates used to kind of park themselves in front of supermarkets mm-hmm. and at the mm-hmm. metro stop and like those frequent store areas to meet people. Is mm-hmm. that true? Like I don't know. I mean do you guys have memories of oh, that, that ever occurring? Yeah. I I do rem- I don't remember shopping centers or right. stuff, but I do remember sometimes at the metro stop. Right. Mm-hmm. How about you too, Jay? Oh yeah, I have big memories of of that. Um, yeah, it was definitely a thing. Right, and I would say that you don't see that anymore. No. It's sad. We yeah. did it in 2019, right. but you I haven't may, seen any of it. You may see that at events, right? Right. Like I know at yeah. uh, Oktoberfest, sure. a bunch of the candidates were there and those mm-hmm. type of events, but just at a metro station or at a big shopping center, I'm not sure you see that as often. Uh, definitely not this and year. And to Jan's point, maybe we're losing a little bit if mm-hmm. by not, you know, by doing mailers and spending a lot of money and you just don't have that one-on-one connection. Yeah. yeah. But then there, there, that begs the question, you're younger you're still working maybe you've got kids at home mm-hmm. how do you how do you run that kind of campaign where you're at the metro stop or at the grocery store how do you do that right the so, last I, I know i've been saying last last question yeah, but okay. this has come up recently <laughs> so city of Rockville elections are nonpartisan. they've always been nonpartisan. a lot of folks i've heard from recently don't like that right i like it just not to sway your guys as an answer but what are your thoughts on the city of Rockville's nonpartisan election I'm perfectly fine with that I mean I don't know if the parties somehow influence right. things right. behind the scenes sure but um, or what their aspirate you know the individual candidates aspirations are in the larger political thing but I I, I like it Nonpartisan. How about you, Jen? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I do too. And I know you do too, Susan, yeah. but it is a criticism I'm hearing more and more mm-hmm. of. So yeah. I just, I hope we hold the line on that. Yeah. I hope we, this is the last bastion of cooperation and collegiality. Mm-hmm. And Right. Any th- last thoughts from either of you two folks? Or uh, Susan, have you asked anything? I know we didn't really get into the referendum question too much, but. No, it's okay. But, yeah. I, my only question, and this is the last question. <laughs> anybody eating anywhere good lately? Oh, we yeah. like to talk about local restaurants. <laughs> yeah, we always end eating. the podcast with that. So I do want to say on the way over here, I did eat at Mimi's Homemade Ice Cream which just opened up in the Ross Shopping Center. What's in there is Trader Joe's, those things. Now that's technically, or not technically, it's not actually in Rockville because I also looked at the boundary line and the boundary line goes, the city's boundary line goes on Rollins Avenue, right? And so if you're familiar with the uh, Qdoba that's over there, that's actually in the city, but then on the very other side of the parking lot where the Ross is and where Mimi's Ice Cream is, that's not in the city. That's actually county. It's a, it's close, but it's close enough that I can mention it on the yeah. podcast. It was amazing. I should just they just had their grand opening yesterday. I went oh, during okay. their soft opening last week, so that's where I get that. Nice. Yeah. How about you two? Like anything recent or just so, your favorite? So that's why you keep going out to dinner is to that's my for your research. <laughs> You're doing research. research yeah. Yes. Yeah. How about you two? Favorite place or most recent place? We don't eat out that much. How about your favorite place then? You must have a favorite place in the city. Well, uh, I had a friend that was in town, and uh, we went to, uh, I'm assuming it's in the city, uh, Clyde's. Clyde's, yes. It's we just one. mentioned it on the podcast last time. I, yeah. just there, I mean, I've eaten there a few times, but I wanted to see 
how they're doing after the pandemic, and they're doing well. It was packed. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Jen? Recent or most favorite? Uh, most recent would be Amarasi, Rossi. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure how yeah. to pronounce it. What did you it? think? The pizza place over on Norbrook. Now, technically, that's outside of the city, but yeah, it's so close that we got to talk about it. Yeah, Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, I would mention them and Via Maya. But oh, yeah, Via Maya, yeah. Right, yeah, right there, that shopping center. Yeah. That's a popular one. Yeah. But, yeah, I was wondering if they were. But on that end, where does the city, is it... Is it, is it Baltimore? It must be Baltimore. I think it's right past Baltimore. Actually. Okay. Yeah, but it's like right there. I mean, that yeah. shopping center is so close to the city, and mm-hmm. I can tell you that all those people think they're in the city. Yeah, they right? do. support it. And we they talk about stuff Rockville. that's adjacent yeah. to the city, because right. that's a great shopping center. All the restaurants in there yeah, are really good. good. How about you, Susan? I've been out of the country for seven days. Well, you must say good food. Did you eat good food? I did eat some good food. See, I, I would think you'd be criticizing the Mexican food in Mexico. No. Oh. No, not she, at all. She likes Mexican food. I like, I like Tex-Mex. Right. Like yes, yeah, so it's not Tex-Mex. No, it was not. Um, we, had, we were in Oaxaca for Dia de los Muertos. It was an amazing experience. And we had some of the regional food. We had a cooking class on mole negro which is very heavy. It's very tasty, but also extremely heavy. Did you learn how to make mole? Uh, yeah. I've got pictures of Dave crushing peppers I on a mole. Yeah, mole is my favorite dish. Is like it really? Dish. Yeah. yeah, mole. So if you can make it. Okay, I've got a recipe from, from Senora Well, Rafael. I'm not going to make it. You make it. Oh, well, yeah. All right. Over. All right. All right. Um, and we had, well, it was interesting because we had very um, regional specific, you know, traditional dishes and then we also Oaxaca is very it's got a great coffee house and art and jazz clubs and it's got a great scene in that way so we ate at a bunch of vegetarian cafes and had some it was amazing it was really amazing but here I think the last place we ate here was Amarasi which is terrific pizza and uh, hello Vietnam we haven't oh, yeah, really eaten yeah, out yeah. since then. Yeah, That's how we talked great. about it the last couple of times. That's really... I can't walk by Taco Bama without matching them, oh. without going in and getting one. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Taco Bama's good. Yeah, they're really, really good. I haven't eaten there in a long time. So let's do this again after the election, assuming yep. there's no recounts. <laughs> Somehow, I I don't. That may happen with the mayor's race. I think it's going to be super close, Susan. Yeah. I could be wrong. Maybe I'll eat crow. I think it's going to be one of the closest elections we've had in the city. It's going to be close. Yeah. It is. And it's just uh, two days away, really. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Jack, Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thank sure. you. Thank you. Yeah.